Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Tina Quinn. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has told the COP26 summit that the conference alone won't fix climate change, but the world is getting closer to a solution. The first draft document from the event asks countries to raise their ambitions for cutting greenhouse gas emissions by next year. Mr Johnson says the world is working towards making a start to ending climate change, but only if leaders take the opportunity. So now is the time for everyone to come together and show the determination needed to power on through the blockages, to look at the science with dispassionate eyes and think about how we can compromise, how we can be flexible to meet the needs of the planet. China and the United States have released a joint statement about their plans to cut emissions at the COP26 summit in Glasgow. The deal between the two nations includes plans to lower methane emissions, protect forests and phase out coal. US climate convoy John Kerry says the agreement shows the two largest economies are working together to raise ambition. The United States and China have no shortage of differences, but on climate, on climate, cooperation is the only way to get this job done. This is not a discretionary thing, frankly. This is science. It's math and physics that dictate the road that we have to travel. The Sydney Opera House is being transformed into a tribute for Remembrance Day this year, with red poppies being displayed on the sails. On November 11th each year, Australians pause for a minute's silence at 11 o'clock in the morning to pay their respects to troops who died at war. New South Wales RSL State President Ray James says after a difficult year, he is happy the community can gather at local memorial services today. This year also marks the centenary of the Royal Australian Air Force, the 31st of March 2021, marking 100 years of service to Australia. The poppies projected on to the Opera House again this year will be projected on the Opera House this evening, starting at 8pm. Victoria has recorded 1,313 new local COVID-19 cases and four deaths from COVID-19 on Thursday. And 85% of the state's population, aged over 12 years old, is now fully vaccinated in Victoria. More than 67,000 COVID tests were processed in the past day. About 4,000 fully vaccinated Victorians are expected to attend a Remembrance Day service in Melbourne this morning. Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt says that he thinks Australia will pass the 90% first vaccination dose milestone sometime today. To make vaccines more available in Australia, the Therapeutic Goods Administration has sped up vaccine access for 6 to 11-year-olds using Moderna's Spikevax shot in this young age group. Mr Hunt says 37 million vaccinations have been recorded, which is very important to help protect Australians from coronavirus. As we look at this pandemic, as with everything, what we've done is set out the program, but then make the decisions based on the advice uh, and the evidence as they progress. The United Nations is asking for detained staff members to be released in Ethiopia, including at least 70 truck drivers who were arrested. 
The UN is reporting at least nine employees are detained and that the arrests are stopping efforts to deliver food supplies and other necessities to the Tigray region. UN Secretary-General spokesperson Stefan Dujaric says he is requesting more information, but communication is difficult. These people, as far as we know, are detained in various police stations in, in, in Addis. Uh, we're, we're trying to get clarity, we're trying to get people out, um, and we're trying to get exact uh, numbers. You've been listening to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Tina Quinn.